Welcome to the Blessed Journey. My name is Adam Barillet. Join me as we venture back down the path into nature to discover her magic. Let's learn from the animals, heal with the plants, and feel the crystals. When the moon becomes full, let us gaze up to the stars and find our answers in the darkness. There are so many secrets that Mother Nature has for us. Let's go and find them together. Hello and welcome to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet for another week. This week, what I wanted to dive into a little bit deeper is we have a really interesting retrograde, which you would have heard me talk about when we were doing the forecast for the month, and that is Hecate retrograde. Now, Hecate is an asteroid that is in the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter, and she's named after an ancient Greek goddess who was known as the goddess of wisdom. And in fact, it was said that Hecate saw everything that happened on the Earth. She knew everything. She was also connected with thus clairvoyance, psychic abilities, clairaudience, intuition, all that type of thing. Um, she was sometimes known as the goddess of the witches, because remember the word witch comes from the word wish, which means wise. So she was the goddess of the wise, the all-knowing, the all-seeing in that type of way as well. And was also connected with the moon, because the moon has that cycle in it. And of course, Hecate being around for so long, she had obviously seen it all and seen all the cycles of life, death, and rebirth. So what her asteroid uh, governs in our birth chart or as it transits around our solar system is our ability to find the truth, to find answers. And you can look at where Hecate is in your, um, in your birth chart if you'd like to learn a little bit more about that. Now, one thing I will point out is that Hecate, the goddess, is spelt H-E-C-A-T-E, whereas the asteroid is H-E-K-A-T-E. But you can look that up. Know that each asteroid has an asteroid number, and Hecate is really easy to remember. She's asteroid number 100, so you can pop that into you know great websites like astro.com. I find that's a really helpful one, which is full of information. But you can dive into astro.com, put in the asteroid 100, and it'll show where it was when you were born, which sign it was in, and then you can kind of do some Googling and research and find out how you really rely on finding your answers and finding the truth and that type of thing. Now, at the start of the month, on the 1st of November, Hecate went into retrograde. So she takes away that energy of us being able to find our own answers. So I'm wondering if in November so far, have you been doubting yourself or not too sure or questioning yourself? This is often a time when Hecate goes into retrograde that we start checking in with other people, people we might consider to be wiser than us, um, experts. So it might be friends with more experience, older people, or often people are drawn to go and get a clairvoyant reading or a psychic reading. And of course, if you want one, I think I mentioned it last week as well, but I do um, offer them so you can book in and I'll have that link in the show notes if you're interested. But normally what happens when you have a reading, and I remember doing a reading just recently, lots was coming up, but the person already knew what to, what to do. They kind of was like, yeah, you're confirming what I've been thinking. And that's often what happens in Hecate Retrograde is we have these experiences that remind us that we actually know the answers ourselves. The challenge is, is we have so much happening in our lives and we don't give ourselves that time to think and check in with ourselves. And because everyone else is telling us how to think and that they've got the truth and they know what's right and blah, 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 we start to doubt ourselves in that way. But 
we can always find our truth when we have this time. And so what I wanted to kind of theme today's um, episode on is I wanted to talk about what gifts from nature can we lean into to help us with our intuition, our wisdom, our knowingness, whether that be just like knowing what's right for you today all the way through to knowing what you should do with your life. Now, if you remember last week, I did talk about my favorite two things for um, Hecate Retrograde. First of all was black moonstone. Of course, moonstone is most famously known in its white color, sometimes with that beautiful blue sheen on it. That's very much reflective of the full moon. But why I chose black moonstone rather than white moonstone, although Hecate is associated with the entire lunar cycle, is that black moonstone has a new moon reference, but it also has all black crystals kind of encourage a bit of introspection and quiet. They're not noisy and fiery kind of crystals, with the exception probably of black obsidian. So what happens is black moonstone encourages us to get that wisdom, that intuition, by becoming still, by becoming quiet. Now I pair that with magnolia. Remember, magnolia is an amazing essential oil that lavender is relaxing because of linalool. It has about 35% linalool in it. Magnolia has 70% linalool in it. And so it's a really beautiful one for helping to, to relax. On a physical level, I love to roll it on my feet when I go to bed at night, or it's really nice for the skin. So you can, after you've cleansed your face at night, you roll it over your face and even around the, like the eye bones, kind of I call it where the, the panda marks are. Not, you don't ever put oils near your eyes or in your eyes, but around there it can be really quite gentle and relaxing and really good for your entire face, but especially around the eyes as well. On an emotional level, Magnolia has this wise crone energy, very similar to Hecate. And in my oracle deck, the magic of the essential oils, the oracle card for Magnolia, the corresponding astrology, the corresponding astrological body is the asteroid of Hecate. So what happens is Magnolia reassures us that we know our own answers. We can find the truth when we settle down and when we kind of relax into what we know we should be doing, listen to ourselves, listen to our inner guidance, and that type of thing. So that can be a really great one to lean into. But we're going to look at some other kind of combinations that you may want to lean into as well, um, crystal and oil combinations, um, and where they would be relevant and where they would be kind of different, what different situations we'd use them in. So hopefully some will resonate with you. And if you are feeling a little bit lost at the moment because of this Hecate retrograde, Maybe I'm going to save you some money. Maybe you don't need a reading. Maybe you don't have to go around and do that lap with your friends and check and they'll tell you exactly what you already know because you've got the gifts right before you, within you and around you with Mother Earth's oils and her crystals. We're going to start off with a bit of a big gun and this big gun is one that you'd kind of reach for if you're kind of feeling really lost in life and need a bit of life direction. Now this is when we think about our intuition and guidance, we often think about the third eye chakra and in, you know, an intuition in that way, and that's the color indigo. But there are crystals of different colors. They don't necessarily have to be indigo to help us find answers. And charite's a really good one. Charite is actually a stone that's only found in one place in the world. It's found near the Chara River in Russia. And the mining of it is actually limited because it is such a rare crystal that they only bring out, I think it's something like about 100 tons a year, which is still a lot. But when you think about how many humans there are in the world and how many crystals we're all consuming, um, it's it's not that much. Do you know what I mean? So it is a bit harder to get hold of. You'll be able to find it. It's easy to find. Um, and it's a really beautiful purple stone. It kind of has these swirls in it. You'll sometimes have um, black azurine, which is obviously a good cord cutter, and tenaxite, which is really quite inspirational and uplifting as well. 
So charite is the stone that I recommend if you are lost on what you should be doing with your life, connecting with this. Because when we're making decisions, yeah, we need our third eye chakra, but sometimes we just need to connect through our crown chakra, that violet energy center, and charite being violet helps us to go, okay, what is the bigger meaning of my life? And you know, ask yourself questions like, what do I love to do? What can I do when I lose track of time? Who would I like to help? What do other people say I'm good at? What would you do, you know, our, our purpose in life doesn't always have to be our, our job. We, we all have to earn money to do something, um, to pay the bills and all that jazz, but our purpose, it's amazing if you can earn your income through doing your purpose and what you love, but it doesn't have to be necessarily straight away. It can always be a passion project to get towards that point as well. But Charite's really great for that. And as you start to work with it, it's also known as an obstacle remover. So it helps you to find solutions to helping you get back on track with what you want to do. It also gives you this real, it's kind of, crystals will hold the energy of whatever's gone through, been happening around it type of thing. And this area where it's found is also associated with political prisoners in the past. And so this crystal holds some energy of um, this time making it great for endurance and comfort at times of adversity. So if you are feeling really challenged, Charite helps you to go, this is my purpose, this is what I'm doing. Sometimes we make decisions, we take a risk to do something we're really passionate about and we're worried, ooh, or we get these, um, you know, we go through a bit of a tough time and Charite's a really good one to lean in to go, hang in there, tiger, hang in there. The essential oil that I like to pair with Charite is Tulsi or Holy Basil. Now the basils are really good for when we're feeling exhausted and Tulsi for me, when I've um, kind of suffered a bit from adrenal fatigue in the past because I've tried to do too much, um, I really lean into Tulsi. It is another crown chakra essential oil and what it helps us to do is just not get distracted by the other things that are competing for our attention when we're trying to work out what we're doing with our lives or when we're trying to fulfill our life purpose. So many other people have their different agendas and they're trying to get us to jump out of our lane and into their lane to help them out. But Tulsi is a really good one. You can diffuse it. Um, you can pop it on your adrenals, you can pop it on your crown chakra to really help you go, right, this is what I'm going to focus on. So if you're feeling scattered, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling pulled in too many directions and you're feeling angry at that or frustrated at that, that's going to be a great time to reach for your Tulsi, to start leaning into that. It's a, such an amazing one for helping you bring back, gather back your energy, recenter yourself and then feel, right, I know exactly where I'm heading, what I'm going to do. Leading on to our next crystal now, we're going to stick in the violet range, in the crown chakra range, and I just want to remind you a little bit about amethyst. We talked at the start with Hecate retrograde, we realized that we do know our own answers, or we, do, we can find our own solutions, but we just need to stop and be quiet. And this is exactly what amethyst brings. When we grid it around our house, or place pieces of amethyst around our house, it promotes peace. And I remember seeing an episode of a quote on good old Instagram and someone was saying that our true desire isn't happiness, it's peace, it's that contentment. And amethyst really brings that. As well as placing amethyst around your house, you can just wear it or carry it. And again, it's going to bring that slowing down so that you're not listening to everyone else. You can actually listen to your own answers, find your own solutions. Of course, the essential oil that pairs beautifully with amethyst is lavender. And again, lavender is another, it's an oil of truth. It helps us find the answers again when we stop 
So combining those two, they're a beautiful combination actually to make one of your crystal cauldrons. This is where you get your diffuser, you pop some lavender in there, pop a little tumbled or a raw amethyst in there, and allow that as the as the mist comes, carrying the lavender oil in there, the water's been infused with that amethyst energy, and that carries it everywhere as well. Another combination, we are going to drop now into that third eye chakra, which is associated with wisdom. And one of my favourites is good old lapis lazuli. Have you got some lapis lazuli? When was the last time you leaned into it? It's a really interesting crystal. It, you know, whereas other crystals will kind of meet you where you're at and kind of elevate you or, you know, um, bring you down in one way or another, lapis lazuli will, she's like a, a, a high and mighty queen. I often think if you watch Game of Thrones, she reminds me of Queen Cersei. And she will refuse to lower herself to your standards. She'll wait until you rise up to her level and then she will harmonize with you and be really quite powerful. So it's really interesting. People often ask me, what does it mean if I lose crystals or crystals break and that kind of thing? And I always like to ask people, what crystal broke for you? Which crystal went missing? I'd say about 50% of the time it's lapis lazuli and the other 50% it's all the other crystals in the world. So lapis is a bit of a high and demanding queen, but if you align with her, you'll find that she really brings some benefits. Now remember that lapis lazuli is actually a stone rather than a crystal. What does that mean? A stone is made up of one or, well, no, two or more crystals combined together. So why do we get these beautiful colors that look like the night sky, um, a starry filled sky? That's because the three crystals all growing together. The main blue color, that beautiful, rich, royal blue, that's a crystal called lazurite. Now, lazurite is associated with bringing wisdom, bringing information, bringing intuition in. But then you've got the gold pyrite. Now, pyrite's one of those crystals that grows in squares or cubes. So it helps us to get everything into, you know, in, in our mind straight and logical. And so it's a really great one for helping you to get a true perspective for understanding the information that Lazarite brings in and also how to apply that to a, a practical way or a beneficial way or an abundant way, being a gold crystal. And gold is for abundance and progress. Then you've got the white in it and the white's calcite. So that then clears away the distractions, the unwanted, the unnecessary. So this is a stone of the kings and the gods and the leaders. It has helped you to see clearly now this can actually help on the third eye to see on that level, but also can help with vision and placing a bit of lapis lazuli um, on your eyes, physically on your eyes and just resting, um, or near your eye cream. If you have an eye cream, it can be a really beneficial way of doing that. It's another one that actually helps with honesty and being upfront with yourself, but also with other people as well. It's a great one to grid around or carry when you need to have a deeper meaningful with someone. And sometimes when we need to find the answers, sometimes we need to just be honest and whether that's saying, hey, I need to tell you how I feel, or hey, I need to get your honest feedback, Lapis Lazuli helps us to be able to take that really powerfully as well. It works really well with sandalwood. Now, sandalwood is a third eye chakra essential oil, and what it does is you notice when you smell sandalwood, whether it be Hawaiian sandalwood, whether it be Indian sandalwood, even Australian sandalwood, it's got both a spiritual aroma, and we know that it's been used throughout the eons for um, spirituality, but also being a wood oil, it's quite grounding. So it is really bringing the what's from above and grounding that so solidly. So I love lapis lazuli and sandwood combined together for bringing that information down and helping us to work out what do we do with it because it's no good getting this wisdom, getting this guidance, and not knowing what to do it, do with do with it. 
So there are a few of my favorites. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to jump back and we're going to explore some more. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet. Because Hecate is in retrograde, a period when you may be feeling like you can't find your own answers, we're exploring crystals and essential oils that you can lean into to help you find the truth yourself. So things that enhance your intuition or your psychic abilities. We've already explored black moonstone, uh, we've looked at charite, we've looked at amethyst and lapis lazuli, along with the essential oils of magnolia, tulsi, lavender and sandalwood. But let's dive into a few more. Another one you may not think of straight away as being one that helps to enhance our intuition, but I really wanted to share this one with you today, and that's hematite. Of course, hematite is just good old iron ore. It's that really heavy iron mineral. It's a silver, shiny kind of one. And if you actually scratch it, it sometimes will go a little bit red, like blood. Um, And sometimes it's nicknamed bloodstone. But remember that bloodstone is a totally different crystal, which is that green crystal with the red dots on it. And we'll cover that at a later date. So hematite is used physically for any issues around blood or the cardiovascular system, but also iron is very, very heavy, and thus hematite is associated with being grounding. So what it helps you to do is it grounds you to find the truth. I want you to think about sometimes you get carried away with something, you go off on a tangent, you get worried, you get paranoid, all these different types of things. And this is where we lean into, if you need to just calm the farm down and settle down and ground yourself, hematite's really good. And there's a couple of ways you can use it. One simple way is just putting a piece in each pocket. Or if you've got a little coin pocket, just put one piece in there kind of thing. So it's almost physically weighing you down. And that can help to ground you when you're getting a little bit hysterical or carried away. Another way being a shiny stone is you can scry. Have you heard of scrying before? Not crying, scrying. So what you do when you scry is you have a shiny or reflective surface. So hematite, a decent piece of hematite is great. And you need a source of light. That could be the full moon, it could be a candlelight, whatever it may be. Go for a bit of a magical light rather than just a fluorescent light, I think. And you want that to kind of reflect in that shiny surface that in this case is the hematite. You know when we're kind of drifting off, not to sleep, maybe we're about to daydream and we kind of get into that point when we just kind of wake ourselves up. What you want to do with scrying is you want to gaze at that light, the reflection in the hematite. And you want to kind of allow your eyes to come out of focus. So you're kind of lingering near that part where you are about to drift off, but you don't. This is where our conscious mind settles down and insight can come through. And it takes a bit of practice to kind of be able to linger yourself there. But having that light to focus on that reflection really can help as well. Try this with um, hematite. It's really, really great in that way. Um, And so it's a really nice kind of grounding one to help you find the truth, find the answers you're looking for in that way. One other little thing I've just felt inspired to share with you, and it may be just for someone in particular who needs to hear this, or maybe you've got a friend who might need to hear it and why hematite might be great for them. Are you someone who in a new relationship gets really excited and kind of starts to think, oh my God, this is the one, what if we get married, blah, 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 and all that kind of aspect? and you tend to rush into relationships, maybe even, you know, kind of burn it out too quickly because of your eagerness or or, um, turn people away because of your eagerness. It reminds me actually, I've just finished watching a really great show on Netflix called Uncoupled. Um, Check it out if you're interested, but there's a episode in there where um, a couple move in very, very quickly within seven days and maybe a bit of hematite would have solved all that. 
there's also another scene in there if you have seen it or another episode where um there's a bit of a guru or a healer and i think sometimes that my friends think that i'm like that guru or that healer anyway check it out it's eight episodes on netflix <laughs> i'm not getting paid for the endorsement i just really enjoyed it thought i'll let you know what works really well with hematite as an oil fennel see fennel is a digestive oil it helps with cramping um and so you know when we kind of can't digest life fennel's really great it helps us to realize that we have a choice a choice on how we tackle things how we look at things so hematite grounds us and fennel goes hey now that you've settled down how, what perspective do you want to take how are you going to be positive how are you going to navigate yourself in this way and it's a really beautiful one for for that kind of aspect so lean into that right next crystal demortierite d-u-m-o-r-t-i-e-r-i-t-e now demortierite is a indigo crystal a dark blue crystal not so much an intuition one but very much a wisdom one why because it settles down the intuition and allows the logical mind just to think it's very much a crystal of organization of tidiness of peace which we've been talking about and of patience it's really great for learning and it really encourages us to stop and to pause and to settle down so maybe you don't need to work with lapis lazuli or some of the other ones I'm about to talk about, which really help to open up the mind and open up the intuition and bring more information in. Maybe you just need to take what you already know and realize what needs to be done with it. And demortierite can be really great for that. Pair your demortierite with basil. Now basil, we were talking about holy basil before in Tulsi. We were talking about demortierite, that focusing the mind, the organization, getting your act into gear, everything in order. Basil's going to really help. So basil, just ordinary basil, um, is a really great one for the third eye chakra. Tulsi for the crown, normal basil for your third eye. Again, you've heard me say this before, surely you say it all the time, but basil helps to put a scorpion in the mind. It helps that focus. So sometimes when we need to find the answers, it's not about more, it's about getting rid of those distractions. There's lots of like, let's just focus on what we know. Um, you know, this is where my favorite saying that our conscience is the voice of the creator within us really comes into being because we know the answers. We just have to stop and listen. And Demortierite and um, Basil paired together can do that really nicely. Right. You're probably going, Adam, give me the super duper, super califragilisticexpialidocious ball crystals for enhancing my intuition. Make me more psychic. Make me more clairvoyant. Make me more clairaudience. Well, first of all, before I make these big dashing claims i should say that we all have different ways that our intuition talks to us i kept on getting told when i was younger that yeah you've got psychic abilities and blah 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 blah. and i was like oh okay yep but i'm not getting any not seeing any visions or anything like that and it wasn't until i had one person actually explain that there are different clairs and i've done an old podcast way back about the clairs i'm sure i have um, if not, just Google the clairs, and there's clairvoyance, which is seeing, clairaudience, which is hearing. There's claircognizance, which just things come to your mind, and you just say them, and they seem to be seem to be right. That's what I rely on. So I will never kind of, or very rarely, will see things. I have a bit of clairvoyance, but it's mainly claircognizance, where it's just like this is what it is. So what are the crystals I like to lean into? Well, my favourite one is tanzanite. Tanzanite is this beautiful kind of violet indigo dance between those two chakras, and can be used for both. And it's one of the most powerful intuition crystals I've found. Really, really nice in so many different ways for helping to enhance that intuition. 
One reason I love it is, again, there's a theme, and I feel like I'm kind of echoing myself over and over again, but it's known as the workaholic stone. It allows us to stop working so much, to put things in perspective and remember what's important. So sometimes that is taking time for ourselves. And so Tanzanite can really help in that way. You often hear people talk about this idea that, you know, many people are asleep or I've been asleep and that you're not aware of what's actually happening around you. And amethyst is a great one to start that kind of relaxing and looking that there is more to life than just living in the rat race. But Tanzanite is the one that will kind of continue to make sure that you continue that exploration rather than go back to sleep or go back into that way. It's a really great one for helping you to think for yourself, um, to look at those kind of spiritual aspects of life and to dive into that as well. And what I love to do is you can hold your tanzanite, wear it, pop it against that third eye and kind of feel that indigo energy um, and, and that violet energy around those upper chakras because for most people, present company accepted most probably, the third eye chakra and the crown chakra are underactive. And so people aren't thinking for themselves. And Basically, Tanzanite gives us that permission to think for ourselves, release reliance on authority figures. That doesn't mean that you ignore everyone else, but it means that you just check it in with yourself in that way. It can enhance when you're working with a pendulum or different things like that as well. Um, another really great thing, Tanzanite is great with candle gazing. So what you do is ideally sit outside at night or in a low-lit room, place a candle in front of you, and the flame should be at a level of the eyes so it can be seen straight without being uncomfortable. And you just take some deep breaths, allow your awareness to come to the flame's candle. And as you gaze at it, and then just keep gazing at it and watching it flicker. And again, like the scrying we we're talking about with the hematite, thoughts will just come up and just sit and come and go and try not to attach to them. Um, you may need to, if you need to, purple fluorite can be really good if you keep on getting distracted. But keep on focusing on the candle. Just see what comes to you. And over time, you should be able to just focus on that more and more, and that will really help to kind of stimulate your psychic abilities. You may start to get messages as well. Another great thing is just to, you know, with Tanzanite, in the past, what I've done is I've just laid down, listened to the music, see what comes to me. Tanzanite really helps, you know, it will help to strip away those distractions and those restrictions in your life. And it just allows it to come. And if you're trying to improve and you're trying really hard to be more psychic and listen to your intuition and you're using that struggle energy, you're going the wrong way. You just need to allow. Now, what oil would I work with with this one? Well, one suggestion is blue lotus. Now, blue lotus essential oil, most, actually pretty much all the lotus oils, white, pink, and blue lotus oils that I've smelt and I've purchased a few throughout the years, you can smell the chemicals in them. They're not real. So be really wary. This is a delicate flower. It takes a lot to get the oil out of it. If you're buying it for $20, $30, pounds, that kind of thing, nah, you're not getting the real stuff. You're getting something artificially made. What I'm really excited about is over this holiday period, doTERRA is actually, they've got um, Blue Lotus essential oil. This is totally different to what you probably smelled before. Very subtle yet powerful in its energy. And I know the people that are responsible for the development of it. And this took a long time and a lot of investment in getting it right and all those different types of things. And it's such a blessing that we can have this. Now, if you're interested in Blue Lotus Essential Oil, drop me a line and I can help you get your hands on true stuff. But this really, Blue Lotus is so relaxing. It's beautiful for the skin being a floral oil, but it really helps us to listen to our own oneness. 
our own truth, our own answers, like we've been talking about. What it does is if you think about the lotus flower, it's aquaphobic. If you were to get vinegar and throw it all over a lotus flower, it would be fine. It would just repel it. And if you were to get Chanel number no. 5 and pop it all over the top, again, it would be just fine. It would repel that as well. It doesn't take on the bad or the good. So when people shower you in vinegar in the way of criticism or in the way of perfume and compliments, you don't get swayed by that. You just listen to your own truth. And so lotus flower can be really great in that way. Now, a couple of alternatives to tanzanite. Oh, and I will say with tanzanite as well, it's a blooming good investment. People often think, oh, diamonds, diamonds are great. But diamonds are a bit like cars. As soon as you take them out of the store, they lose value. You'll never be able to get that value for it again. Tanzanite, only being found in one place in the world, of course, Tanzania, is a limited resource, whereas diamonds are found all over the place. Well, not everywhere, but in many places. So once the tanzanite's all gone, it'll be gone. And you'll find that often most jewelry stores have some tanzanite. It's a really beautiful one as an engagement ring, and if you're not set on definitely having a diamond, then go tanzanite. It's a really great way to go. Now, there is another aura quartz. And the aura quartz, of course, is when you put clear quartz and metals in a heated vacuum. And there's one called Tanzan aura quartz. It's a combination of gold, indium, and niobium. And I love it. And what I find is this is actually the crystal I lean into, or I did lean into, when I wrote my first book, Crystal Connections. I'd never written a book before. I knew lots about crystals, but how do you write a book? So what I did is I started working with Tanzan aura quartz, and I still have the visual. It's like... This white kind of light above me opened up and the words and how I needed to say it just came into my head. And off I went and type, 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 type and wrote the whole book. And so Tanzanora Quartz brings that. It really brings inspired guidance. It works really well with the angel Raziel, who's the chief keeper of all the earthy and celestial knowledge. So Raziel knows all the secrets of the universe and knows exactly how the universe works. It's actually believed that Raziel is the smartest of all the angels, and God tells some of the secrets only to Raziel. So smarter than Michael and Raphael and Gabriel and all them. So we work with Raziel to help us, you know, we pray or we invoke or we just speak to understand how does all this spiritual stuff work, this esoteric material, what does it mean, what are these manifestation principles, what's this sacred geometry, how does quantum physics work, how does the world work in a greater way. Tanzanora Quartz can help us to really dive deep in that way. Raziel and Tanzanora Quartz can help us with alchemy clairvoyance and the ability to recognize where we're getting divine guidance through synchronicities and other things as well. If you're interested in working with Raziel, the presence of rainbow light flashing or just kind of getting this sun inspiration, that's Raziel there as well. So with Tanzanora Quartz, um, what you can do is, um, I, I find it really helps with life purpose as well. It can help um, you deal with dull jobs as well as traumatic experiences and find, you know, what's the purpose of why am I in this situation which is boring and why do I feel stuck right now? Or why did that bad thing happen to me? Really lean in to Tanzanora Quartz to help you find that as well. And just ask, show me the purpose here. Show me the purpose here. Um, I'm not going to give you an oil for Tanzanora Quartz. I'm going to give you a fruit. Blueberries. Blueberries obviously are of the colour of the third eye chakra. Also renowned for being psychically protective. Now, I believe if we're opening up with the right intentions to the universe, the universe loves us, it's all about that, we don't have to be that worried. It's if you're dealing with low unethical spirits and nastiness and trying to get back to people, that's when you have to worry about all these nasty things happening. 
rise above it fly with the eagles don't scratch around with the chickens but blueberries are renowned for protecting our psychic abilities and maintaining them as well so often when i know that i'm doing some readings or some kind of clairvoyant work that day if i can get my hands on some blueberries and include that in my breakfast or my meal before i actually um, chat with these people then i go for that so blueberries are really great in that way so there you have it a whole range of crystals and essential oils that can help our intuition in different ways I hope that's been helpful. I hope that's given you some ideas. Why not choose one of those combinations and give them a bit of a whirl this week? And you're going to find, if you have been doubting yourself with the Hecate retrograde, you might start trusting yourself again. If you need to, also get out your pendulum, your oracle cards, your tarot cards, try some scrying, lean into those crystals, lean into those oils. They're amazing gifts to help us during this time. And I hope you found that interesting. I'll join you next week when we dive into something new. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Take care of yourself, take care of others, and always take care of Mother Earth. Thank you so much for joining me on the Blessed Journey today. I hope what we've explored has helped to ignite a light within you so that you may shine a little bit brighter out in the world. Feel free to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes, and I love receiving your five-star reviews and reading your comments. Until the next episode, check me out on social media. Go to adambarillet.com. Find me under Adam Barillet at YouTube and Instagram, as well as Crystal Connections with Adam Barillet on Facebook. I look forward to joining you again soon. Blessed be.